LOI Match Day on Off The Ball. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of LOI Match Day on Off The Ball. The Hoops hammered the Lily Whites to get number one win on the board as the champs gear up for a trip to the tabletoppers. The Saints are building slowly but students remain bottom of the class and the refs get it in the neck after two red card controversies. Meanwhile, nobody can stop the tribesmen while it's a long night in more ways than one for Finn Harps at Waterford. It's Stephen Doyle here again on LOI Match Day for a review and preview of all of the action in the SSE Electricity League. Here's what happened on Match Day 7 in the Premier Division. Finally, the champions ended their wait for a league win and Shamrock Rovers did it in style at Oriel Park, beating Dundalk 4-0, a first win there for the Hoops since September 2020. Rory Gaffney's back post header in the first half gave Rovers the lead, but they were subsequently helped with a numerical advantage as Robbie Benson was given a straight red card for a challenge on Rovers defender Lee Grace. More on that in a moment. The Tala club went for the kill with Grace scoring a short-range header before half-time. Unknown Celtic striker Johnny Kenny scored his second goal of the season after the break before Graham Burke put the bow on the win in the 76th minute. Lily White's boss Stephen O'Donnell remained optimistic after his side went behind until Benson saw red. I was still really looking forward and enjoying the game at 1-0 down, you know, I, I saw a lot of promise for us and then as I said, the game hinges on that decision you're obviously at a numerical disadvantage for so long in the game and the officials just dictate the, the, the outcome of of the rest of the proceedings and it's just, I don't know, it's just not good enough mm. to be honest with you of being so eager to make such a controversial decision, there's no need to do it. Yeah. There's, but there was no one asking for a red card. I don't think it even entered anybody's thought process, opposition, or supporters. And then there's like there's just no need to get involved and make such a, a big decision so early in the game, in my opinion. Rovers are up to sixth place on eight points, just like St. Patrick's Athletic and Shelburne, but above them with a better goal difference. Shell's boss Damien Duff was also venting about a red card decision as his team lost in a scrappy affair at a very wet Tolka Park. Derry City winger Ryan Graydon's first full season is going well and he opened his account with a 12th-minute goal, which proved to be the winner. Shell's defender Paddy Barrett was the man sent off after two yellow cards either side of the break and the Candy Stripes left the capital with a 1-0 win, meaning they've taken 10 points from a possible 12 on the road this season. They went top again, but only for 24 hours. Meanwhile, at Turner's Cross, a sensational start to the season for Cork City's top scorer continued against Drogheda United. Swung in by Aaron Balger. Oh, More yes. Heating. Oh, what a goal. Keating at Great the back goal. post for Cork City. Great goal. A lovely header to put Cork City in the lead. Keating's fifth goal of the season makes him a joint top scorer with Max Maddow of Sligo Rovers. Alas for City, Scottish defender Ali Gilchrist turned the ball into his own net before half-time. 1-1 is how it remained at the final whistle and the Siders are ninth on six points, three behind Drogs in fifth place. Just ahead of them are Sligo Rovers who suffered their first defeat at home this season on Saturday night. It was a scrappy affair at the showgrounds but Polish centre-back Christian Novak rose at the back post to not home an Ali Coote corner kick in the 83rd minute. Rovers goalkeeper Luke McNicholas almost scored 
scored an equaliser at the death with an impressive volley, but it went over the bar and the three points went back to Dublin and helped Bohemians back to the top of the table. They're on 18 points and three clear at the summit. Bitterhead boss John Russell was disappointed his side didn't take something from the game. Um, we knew it was going to be a tough encounter. You know, Bows have been flying. If lot of wins on the on the board so um, we knew it was going to be difficult um, when I look at the game now disappointing to concede a, a set play late on I felt we probably had the better of the play you know we didn't create a huge amount in, in terms of working their goalkeeper um, but in terms of the possession it was a scrappy game wasn't much between the sides the draw probably was a fair result so for us disappointing to come away with nothing LOI match day on off the ball on match day eight in the Premier Division, there's a huge Dublin derby taking place at Daly Mount Park where the leaders clash with the champions. A sold-out match with 4,500 supporters waiting to see this season's first clash of these two bitter rivals. Bohemians are off to a flyer and have lost just once this season away to Shelburne after they had Dylan Connolly sent off. Rovers have struggled to win games, but that problem was remedied with their big, big win in Dundalk. And Hoops boss Stephen Bradley told LOI match day what changed. I think we just uh, were able to take our chances on the night against Dundalk but I think that that result could have happened the week before against Pats I felt uh, was coming I'd said it for a number of weeks that we were playing well and and uh, felt that the result was just around the corner and, and uh, like you said I think our fans that obviously are there every week could feel that and see that as well so uh, I think it's just mad that we took our chances Striker Johnny Kenny will hope to add to his two goal tally this weekend he's made five starts and two sub appearances since joining the champions but at 19 years of age Bradley was keen to highlight the fact he's still a developing player oh, well, look, he's only young so he has incredible potential Johnny um, he's still learning the game he's still improving in all aspects physical, mental tactical side of the game so there's still lots of improvement and lots of scope for him to, to, to improve but he is only young and in our team I believe he scores goals and uh, we got to be patient with him and we got to understand that he's young um, because sometimes people look at him as, a, as an older player because of how he plays but uh, there's, there's real potential there Rovers go to a place that Bo's boss Declan Devine wants to turn into a fortress and he's had a good start with three wins out of three in Dublin 7 interestingly there hasn't been a draw between the sides in Daly Mount since May 2018 when Ronan Finn had scored for the visitors before a late Rob Cornwall equaliser drew the match. A win for the home team will mean they go 13 points ahead of their Tala rivals but that won't change the mindset of midfielder Jack Byrne as he starts the game. Eh, not for those really. Um, maybe for Bowes because they haven't really you know, been at the top for a, a number of years. I don't think they've won anything for a while. They're obviously in a position now where they can um, they can, you know, put a gap between us and them um, but look, you don't win anything after seven or eight games of the season so uh, you know they're always big games the derby games but for us it's just another game for them it might be something else Bradley's been impressed by what he's seen of Bowes so far this season and expects a good battle in the middle of the pitch yeah they've had an excellent start six out of seven uh, wins uh, and I think when you look at the attacking part of the pitch, that their attacking players are as good as anything in the league. So, um, hence why they're winning games. So, uh, we've no doubt that uh, tomorrow will be a difficult game. Do you think it's going to be a real midfield battle? Because you've obviously got some excellent ball playing midfielders there yourself, and Bohemian seemed that the same as well. Do you think that's where the, the game could be won or lost? Yeah, I feel most games are won and lost in there, you know. Um, 
and I've no doubt uh, tomorrow will be the same. Uh, these these games and, and tight games are usually uh, one on the small detail, small margins. So uh, I've no doubt tomorrow will be the same. Right in the middle of that battle will be Bohemians captain Keith Buckley, who's been on the right and wrong end of many Dublin Derby results. But whatever happens on Friday night, he told Virgin Media Sport he won't dwell too long on the results. Yeah, I'd say a couple of years ago, as you said, explaining there, we a bit hold a bit longer. But now you've got to. You've got a game on Monday now as well, so look, you celebrate it for an hour or two and you get on with things then. Um, you've got to train the next day to recover quickly, go then for the following game, you know, so you can't really let it settle in and hold you too long anymore. Virgin Media Sports coverage has been excellent all week and they'll be broadcasting the match live and exclusive from Daily Mount Park on Virgin Media 2. Coverage starts at 7.30 before the 7.45 kickoff. It's a busy night in Dublin and on the other side of the Liffey, Cork City take on a resurgent St. Patrick's Athletic at Richmond Park. More on that game shortly and we'll hear from Rebels defender Ali Gilchrist. At the Belfield Bowl, UCD will be desperate to add to their one point collected so far as they entertain Shelburne. The students have a decent record against the Drumcondra men in their last seven meetings in all competitions. They've beaten Shells in the FAI Cup and drawn four times in the league. On the eve of this game, Shells have announced a new deal for their 21-year-old midfielder, Gavin Malloy, which extends his stay at the club until the end of the 2024 season. Third place, fourth at Oriel Park, where Dundalk have now dropped five points from a possible 12, which may give Sligo Rovers hope of bouncing back this week. The Bitter Red have won, drawn and lost in their opening three away games. The Lily Whites will, of course, be without midfielder Robbie Benson, who's suspended for two games after losing the appeal against his red card. So he also misses the trip to Cork City on Monday. Derry City played their first match since the departure of influential assistant manager Alan Reynolds. The Candy Stripes host fifth place Drogheda United as they aim to keep a pace with leaders Bowes. History isn't on the side of the Loud Club with no win on Foyle's side for nearly eight years. And City boss Rory Higgins will also have big money signing Adam O'Reilly back in the squad for the first time since the opening match of the season. Back to Inchicore and Tim Clancy's men have drawn with Shamrock Rovers and beat UCD to rediscover some confidence and they'll fancy their chances against Cork City who have yet to win away from home. Could there be, though, another high-scoring draw for the newly promoted side like their 4-4 at Tallis Stadium? or 2-2 away to Sligo Rovers. In their last three visits to the Emmet Road, City lost 1-0 twice and had 1-1-1 draw. They've conceded 25 goals between them this season, 13 for City alone, and their defender Ali Gilchrist told Rebel Army TV they have to defend better. Yeah, definitely. I think, I think we all look at ourselves uh, and know we can do better, and it does hurt. It does hurt. I think even the other night, like long ago, it's, just, it's one of those ones where you have to brush off quickly and move on. But um, no, we all know as a unit and uh, as a team that we need to be better. And uh, it's just it's worse when the goals are kind of scrappy. And it's not ones where you can hold your hands up and be like, right, we've been done by something exceptional here. I think we're causing our own our own issues at times. So no, it's definitely something that we we look to improve on. Gilchrist is full of praise for Athletic after their resurgence with the win and the draw in the last two matches. But he feels it's a game that City can really go and attack. I think so. Yeah, definitely. Um, we definitely don't underestimate them because they are a very good side. Uh, you can see that when they played uh, Shamrock Rowers and um, a few teams recently know they're a very good side. They've got individual quality and uh, a very good manager and staff there. So no, we don't underestimate them at all. But I think we always have to back ourselves. Um, we're a huge club. We're backed well. So 
I think we should need back or something and go for it, yeah. All matches in the Premier Division kick off at 7.45. There's a range of kick-off times on Bank Holiday Monday for Match Day 9 and we look back at those games next week. The action starts at 5 with Cork City entertaining Dundalk. At 7, at the Ryan McBride, Brandywell, the top two clash, Derry City versus Bohemians. Then Drogheda United host St. Patrick's Athletic and Sligo Rovers are away to Shelburne. Those two kick off at 7.45. At 8 o'clock, UCD kick off away to the champions, Shamrock Rovers. LOI Match Day on Off The Ball. Here's what happened on Match Day 7 in the SSE Electricity First Division. A magnificent seven wins out of seven were completed by the unstoppable Galway United last Friday night. But what about that incredible counter-attack goal from their host, Athlone Town? Penalty it's, save last season, of course, as well. It's it's Burley versus Minogue. Yeah, it. Yeah. What a save by Enda Minogue. Never doubt him. Great, great save by Minogue. And that's all oh, quickly. Oh, that's oh, the oh, oh. champion Hines, can he get his head up? Whipped a good ball across. The town had the ball in the net just 16 seconds after Enda Minogue saved David Hurley's penalty. It really was a sensational goal with fullback Haji Abdi Kadir passing down the line to winger Jamar Campion Hines. He played a neat one two at pace with Valerie Dalia before putting a superb cross into France Pierrot to finish for his third goal of the season. Alas for the Midlanders, they found out why United are hot favourites to be promoted as Hurley bagged a double either side of the break before Stephen Walsh sealed a 3-1 win. The leaders increased their lead to seven points ahead of Cove Ramblers, who moved back up to second place after they enjoyed a 2-1 victory at home against Bray Wanderers. Rams defender Brendan Frahill scored twice on the night. His first was just before the break, but unfortunately his second, just after the break, was into his own net. There was drama around the hour mark when goalkeeper Alex Moody saw red and gave away a penalty trying to stop Rams forward Wilson Waweru, who had stolen the ball after a bad mistake by the Bray netminder. The league's top scorer Jack Doherty stepped up, but his penalty was saved by sub Stephen McGuinness. The reserve keeper couldn't stop Waweru's winner in the 62nd minute, so the Cork club reclaimed second place from the Seagulls, who dropped down to third. And what about Waterford? New head coach Keith Long took charge for the first time against Finn Harps at the RSC and they fired seven past Finn Harps including an Ellis Farrar own goal. Roland Adowu who was brought back to Ireland by Long scored a double along with goals from Killian Cantwell, Roland Coughlin, Connor Parsons and Giles Phillips. Daniel Okwute scored the consolation goal after conceding the seventh. The Blues now fourth and ten points behind the leaders, while Finn Harps are third from bottom and just three points clear of Treaty United. The Limerick club started well at Wexford and ended the current's fourth goal of the season and third in two games gave them the lead at half-time. But a first club goal scored by 21-year-old midfielder Dara Levingston levelled the match right after the break and that's how it finished at Ferry Carrick Park. 1-1. Wexford are now 6th on 8 points but only 2 clear of 7th place Longford after their 2-0 win against Kerry on Saturday night. Former Shelburne forward and a man who went through the ranks at Norwich City, Joshua Gjorgi, scored his first and second goal since signing for Stephen Henderson's team. Kerry stay bottom with 1 point. LOI Match Day on Off The Ball on match day eight in the first division, the leaders Galway United continue their push for promotion away to Wexford, where they've only managed to draw on their last two trips in the league. That said, Wexford have played the tribesmen 15 times at home without a win. 
the last one coming in 2016. St. Coleman's Park hosts what looks like a really tasty Munster derby between Cove Ramblers in second and fourth place Waterford who will have Keith Long and his newly appointed assistant Alan Reynolds in the dugout. A win for the Vizzlers would see them leapfrog the Rams with a better goal difference. The Blues won both corresponding fixtures 4-0 and 5-0 last season but Shane Keegan's Rams are a totally different prospect this season. Bray Wanderers will be looking to stay in the automatic promotion race when they host Athlone Town. The Seagulls are unbeaten at home as they entertain the Midlanders who are looking to halt a three-match winless run. Huge kudos must go to everyone involved at Kerry FC as they announced during the week that their match at home to Finn Harps was another sellout. Billy Dennehy's side would be just two points behind Harps if they can win, but will Dave Rogers' team show a big reaction to that hammering at Waterford last week? Two other struggling sides meet at Markets Field, with 3D United looking to back up their last two draws with a first win of the season. Longford Town have already done that, and will be hoping that young Joshua Gyorgy can pick up where he left off last week. That's it for another edition of LOI Match Day on Off the Ball. Thank you so much for listening, and I will speak to you again next week. LOI Match Day on Off the Ball.